Welcome back. I'm Carolyn Stain, and you are listening to Classic Lunch here on Classic 1027. The Classic Lunch Investment Q&A is proudly brought to you by Emperor Asset Management, ensuring that your investments make sense for you specifically. Emperor Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Now, Craig Turton is on the line. He's the head of wealth at Emperor Asset Management. Hi, Craig. Great to be chatting to you again. Carolyn, thank you very much. Great to be here once again. <laughs> well, after our chat last week, we've had a couple of questions that have been sent in, and I'm hoping you can try and answer them for us. In fact, I'm quite sure you will. Here, <laughs> here's the first one. It's from Paul. Paul has said that he's interested in offshore investing, but he also writes, I have no idea how to get started and who to trust. What would you suggest, Craig? Great question. Thank you for the question, Paul. Yeah. Um, so firstly, I think it's great as an investor to gain exposure into foreign markets. So I think Paul is, is, is thinking along the right lines. And, you know, the question on who to trust and how to get started, I think, is in a lot of, you know, investors' minds. You know, there, there really is, you know, lots of opportunities for, for an investor outside of South Africa. And, you know, the world has gotten smaller when it comes to investing. And it has become a lot easier than, than a lot of us think. But first, uh, you do need to do your homework and, and find a company that you can trust. There's no doubt about that. So some things perhaps that Paul could look out for is, is, is whether the, the, the company uh, is a, a registered FSP or financial services provider. So he can ask you know, for that company's FSB number. And then, you know, he can go and check on the, the FSCA website, which is, uh, you know, our regulator. And he could just run a check and, and make sure that all is uh, is okay under that, uh, that that FSB license. So that's probably uh, the first point of call that I would go to in terms of trust. You know, you can ask them how long they've been investing for, you know, you know track record and, and time uh, investing people's money often gives a good indication of that. You can chat about fees. You know, fees aren't everything, but there are times when investments can get a little bit too expensive. And just so, you know, your listeners know, you know, investing offshore does become a little bit more expensive to, to investing in, in local markets. So, you know, don't get too worried if it is, you know, slightly more expensive than a local structure. Um, you know, you can ask them how much they manage. Uh, in terms of rands or, or dollars, in this case, you know the size of their their assets normally is a good indication of probably how long you know they've been in the market for uh, and how their funds have done and performed and that sort of thing. And then a big one for me, Carolyn, is is probably to ask about the people who are actually investing your money. You know, get to know the fund managers, try and have a phone call with them, pop them some emails, ask them some questions, get to know them if you can, on a, on a personal level and just make sure that their philosophy and, and their personality, you know, fits in with, uh, with yours. You know, I think that's often, often missed. And Carolyn, the last thing, how to get started. So I think easy equities is the easiest way to, to gain access into the American market and the Australian market. They handle the, the whole currency conversion from rands into dollars. And they've also got large investment options, which, uh, which you can invest in, in in both those those markets. Craig, this next question I find particularly interesting because one of the things that has really helped me get through the lockdown over the past year is, of course, Netflix. 
<laughs> and KG has written to us asking, could I, as a South African, invest in international companies like Netflix, Amazon, Google, and Samsung? And if so, how does one go about doing that, Craig? <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. We, you know, as as South Africans, we have that amazing opportunity to be able to invest in those brands. I mean, it, for me, it's it's hugely exciting. You know, just like you say, Netflix. I mean, what a win during lockdown. I mean, even Amazon. Absolutely. You know, to be to to be able to to get items delivered to you. You know, so yeah, it's definitely something that we should be looking out for. You know, those well known household brands that that are benefiting from the environment that we're in at the moment. And it actually ties in with the first question as well. And how do you get into those types of markets? So from Emperor's point of view, we've got a, a US dollar portfolio, you know, that has some, some really nice household brands like Apple, Amazon, Nike, PayPal, Facebook in there. So you can actually invest in a portfolio that is managed by managers um, like Emperor who buy and sell and they trade and they get into some positions, they get themselves out of some positions based on where the markets are going at the moment. Or, you know, like on the easy equity platform, you can go and invest in those direct shares if you want to. And, you know, some of these shares are quite expensive, you know, especially when you're converting them into dollars. And the nice thing about that easy equity platform is that you can actually buy a fraction of that share. So you don't have to spend oh. thousands and thousands and thousands of rands on buying one share in dollars you can actually buy a fraction of that share, which is which is really, really cool and, and a really nice way to invest. In terms of the how, Carolyn, so each South African, you know, has got a million or each South African taxpayer has got a million rand to invest overseas, which is what we call the discretionary allowance. And then if you wanted to invest more, you've got another 10 million, which you can use by sending offshore through a, through a tax allowance. Once you've got that approval, you would then convert your rands into US dollars or Australian dollars or, you know, the UK market into pounds or, or euros, whatever you like. And then you go and select which funds you want to invest in those, those, different, those different countries or those different currencies. So it's, it's hugely important to invest offshore, Carolyn. And, you know, the way that I like to look at it is, is to almost look at your wealth in general. You know, look at the properties you've got, look at your salary, look at the company you work for. Look at your pension funds, your investments, your savings accounts, and you'll probably find that majority of those uh, those instruments or, or your wealth is exposed to the South African market and South African government and you know South African laws and taxes, etc. And that's why offshore just gets you that little bit more uh, exposure and diversity away from the South African market. Not to say it's bad, but you know we always talk about diversity, and investing offshore gives you that diversity, which is great. Absolutely. Very, very interesting, Craig. Well, I hope that answered your question, KG. Craig, here's the last one I've got for you. It's from Haley, And she asks, what is the difference between a retirement annuity and a living annuity? And which one is best? Yeah, so we've had some, some last questions around retirement the last, uh, the last couple of weeks. It seems to be quite an important topic, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but so there's some big differences. And they're actually there for, for very different purposes. So we can't really compare one against the other one. So, you know, they're both retirement focused. The retirement annuity is there for you to accumulate funds over your working career, you know, very similar to a a pension fund at work, but a, a retirement annuity is in your control. You say how much you want to contribute and how you want to invest in it and so on. So you save, 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 save in this retirement fund until one day when you'd like to slow down, maybe gain some flexibility in life or pursue another career 
At that point, you would then convert the funds that are in your retirement annuity into a living annuity. And then once it's in that living annuity, you then decide on how much you want to draw down from that, that living annuity. So you've gone from accumulating and increasing the value to whereas now you're going to be starting to draw an annual income or monthly income from, from the living annuity. So the, the function of a living annuity is to actually pay you out you know, that monthly amount that you need to be able to sustain your life during retirement. One of the biggest differences between the two is that a retirement annuity is governed by what we call Regulation 28, which restricts you in terms of how much risk you can take inside the investment. The living annuity isn't governed by this Regulation 28, so you can invest it as you like. So the living annuity becomes very attractive you know, later on in your retirement years because you can actually invest the way you want to. There's no constraints inside a living annuity, which makes it very, very a very popular vehicle to invest in. So the retirement annuity, there to accumulate funds over your working career. And then the living annuity is there to provide you with an income that you've accumulated over all these years. So it's so, so two very different uh, investment structures, but both vital components in terms of your retirement portfolio. Well, you've certainly given us food for thought, Craig. It's been so great chatting to you the past few weeks. And thank you again for all the valuable advice that you've given us. Mm-hmm. I hope we get to speak to you again soon. Thank you, Carolyn. Thank you to you and your listeners and your team. It's, uh, it's, it's really been amazing and, uh, and an honor. Thank you. Thanks so much, Craig, and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. The Classic Lunch Investment Q&A was proudly brought to you by Emperor Asset Management. Build an investment portfolio that makes sense for you at emperor.co.za. Emperor Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. Summit the peaks of your financial goals with Emperor Asset Management. We have mapped out routes that will help you build an investment portfolio that makes sense for you. Specifically, our data-driven algorithmic investment approach will help you blaze your trail all the way to the top of your investment goals, no matter the climate. Embark on your quest for greatness at emperor.co.za. Emperor Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.